You've heard people around you say, have a great day. Just remember that making it a great day is your choice, completely under your control, if you just know a handful of life secrets. Get ready to be inspired, to discover your creative potential, to put an end to a path of self-sabotage and find your way on the road to success. All can be achieved if you pay attention and take note of the world according to Jackie Simmons. She's a business success brain retrainer, a successful coach, speaker, and author. If you follow her words, you can learn something. If you act on them, you can change your life. Welcome to the world according to Jackie Simmons. Oh, Sal Monastery, thank you very much. Welcome to the world according to Jackie Simmons. Here she is right here, Jackie Simmons. How are you? Good morning. It's always a surprise. It's like, poof, you know, this is faster than Star Trek beaming me in. <laughs> Beam me up, Scotty. There's no intelligent <laughs> life down here. Um, <laughs> hey, it is T minus 59. Really? <laughs> I mean, come on. Now I'm going to have to explain this. Hey. All right. It's 59 days before I take the stage for a TEDx talk in Las Vegas. And so John is busting my chops because he knows I'm reading my script. I got my script approved. So now I'm reading it every day. I'm into practice, 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 wardrobe. Um, you know, and, and so it's the last 59 days of getting ready for what's not an epic event, okay? No one stage is gonna make or break my career. It's never gonna be one stage that makes or breaks your career. So everybody can just take a deep breath, including me. Easier said than done, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, well, you know, maybe I need to take two. Was it, um, was it Monday when you were talking about if we take three deep breaths, it helps our concentration? Exactly. When you take three deep, slow breaths, it pulls you out of the fight or flight and into a place where your body and brain actually can relax and your brain has enough oxygen to think clearly. So thank you for reminding me, John. <laughs> now that I've taken my three deep breaths, what were we supposed to talk about? <laughs> we were talking off the air. You had me laughing again. You were telling me a story about and somehow everything revolves around food, which which I don't mind. You were <laughs> telling me a story about how men are like waffles. Please share with the listening audience now, because I can't be the only one other one that has to understand this. Why are men like waffles? What's happening here, Jackie? You know, John, I'm going to take and give you the men are like waffles story. And I don't remember where I first got this idea where I might have heard it in a book somewhere. But the other side of the coin is what women are like. And if you really want to know what the biggest problem is in relationships, it's food. It's that men are like waffles. Everything has its own compartment and nothing touches each other. Right, yep. right. You know, I mean, you are either doing work or you are doing a conversation with your wife or your partner or you are. You know, I mean, everything is you are. It's either or. And this is 
of course, this is a broad generalization. It's not true for all people. It's not true all the time. You are sexist, Jackie. Well, when men talk about the fact that they can't multitask and women look at them like, yeah, right. Um, it's this. Men are very compartmentalized, genetically speaking, generically speaking, generally speaking. Okay. I'm going to get all the gens in there, genetic, general, and, and um, whatever the first one was. <laughs> Your bases. You're safe. There we go. So it's just generally true. Now for women, it's the opposite. Women are like spaghetti. You look at a bowl of spaghetti noodles. Every noodle is touching every other noodle. There is nothing that is separate, which is fantastic. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's, it's why men sometimes have a hard time following a conversation. And it's not the man's fault and oh. it's not the woman's fault. Okay. There is no shame in this game. Nobody's to fault. Nobody's to blame. What it is is genetics. Go ahead. So, so really quick, this is so right. And I, uh, gosh, you're so right. I, I really, I, I really need to start inviting my wife to the studio here to be on the show with you because it's so true. It's unbelievable. I'll be having a conversation with my wife and I think it's going one way. And then what seems to me, all of a sudden, it seems like all of a sudden we're talking about something else. And I'll let a little time go by to see if I can catch up. But then when I realize I can't catch up, I'll say, sweetie, what about X, Y, Z? And she will look at me and she'll say like, oh, that conversation ended two minutes ago. And, uh, <laughs> right. So there you go. <laughs> so men have a more difficult time by nature shifting topics. Okay. So for men to direct a conversation, it's not so easy. And women get bored pretty easily because a man will talk about one topic for a long time. Not true for women. Women talk about one life experience, but it could have a lot of different strings of spaghetti in there. And so women are looking at the big global picture. Men are looking at the specific. And again, it harkens back to the hunter gatherer brain. We all have both, but we live in a society that rewards men for being hunters, for being compartmentalized. So at a very young age, boys are taught to compartmentalize and they're taught to compartmentalize every aspect of their life. So imagine you've got a car with four tires, body, mind, spirit, and emotion. These are the four tires of your vehicle. They are what make it possible for you to move through your life. They're all separate for guys. Sure. For women, not so much. They're like got them all in the middle and they're kind of doing this four wheeled unicycle because they're all running at the same time. And men's are running at the same time, but they're just not quite as connected. And that's all it is. Okay. So, and Jackie, maybe this is the name of your next book, right? Women are like spaghetti. Men are like waffles. <laughs> um, you better copyright that before one of our other listeners do, I guess. So um, if men are like waffles and women are like spaghetti, how do we, I think it was yesterday where you said we need to get out of our comfort zone to make our lives better or solve the 
problem that's happening. And, you know, we can tell similar stories about, um, you know, being at work or other things. Mm -hmm. This applies to everybody. We just happen to use the man woman story here, but it applies in the workplace. What do we do about it? What's the solution here, Jackie? Help me out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nobody's going to like this. Well, Nobody's going to like this because the solution is give yourself permission to be flipping uncomfortable for 10 minutes. If you are willing to be uncomfortable for 10 minutes to break the silence, to start the conversation about whatever is not perfect. So how do I give myself, how do I go about giving myself the permission to feel uncomfortable? Well, you start by asking myself, what do I want? And then, and this is a good partner exercise. What do you really want? And after you answer that question, it's what do you really, really want? <laughs> by the time you get under the surface layers, the first one is what we're aware of that we want. The second one is usually what we are think that we're expected to want. Sometimes that one's what we expect that we can have because we don't want to ask for too much. Kids don't have that problem. No, my six-year-old has no problem asking. And then we lose that, John. And if you want to know what the problem is in your life, it's that you stopped being six. You stopped believing that you could have what you wanted. And you started with, I want this, but I don't believe I can have it. And so to get out of that, you start by first getting back in touch with what you really, really want. What do you really, really want? Most people want the same thing. They want a sense of safety. And then you have to look at what you believe you could have. Should we actually write these down? Is that helpful at all to visualize this? Absolutely. So the first thing people want is safety. Okay. Safety. Makes Safety. sense. You got to find out what that means to you. Okay. The second thing that people want because they think it's part of safety is they want control. Now we don't call it that, but that's what we want. When people say, I want a laptop lifestyle. I want to have time freedom. I want to have money freedom. What they're saying is they want control. Interesting. They want, to, they want to be the club owner of their own life. I think it's a good thing to be. Of I just the ballpark, think they're huh? looking the wrong way for it, but that's my opinion. So right now, the second thing they want is control. So you can look at what means control to me. What are the things? I mean, trust me, if I'm riding in the car with my guy and we approach a traffic light that turns yellow before we get there, I understand how much control that man wants. <laughs> okay. Third, yeah, I'm gonna. I know we're gonna run out of time. So yeah, safety and control. We'll get more into this. Yeah, right on the other side of this short break here. You're here. This is the world according to Jackie Simmons. I promise you, you don't want to be anywhere else. She's Jackie Simmons. I'm John Crocker. We'll be right back after a one minute break. Stay right there. You're tuned in to Better Living Radio, streaming worldwide across the net. And you're listening to The World According to Jackie Simmons. Stay tuned. Jackie will be right back. 
I was 35 when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. My ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I felt hopeless. He called Elite Rehab Placement because I couldn't make the call. I was ashamed. I was given skills to manage my sadness and my anger. And more importantly, I'm three and a half years sober. I'm so grateful for all their help. And all it took was making one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-918-1376 That's 800-918-1376 Better Living Radio is on the air and yes, it's everywhere around the world. This segment is one we call The World According to Jackie Simmons and better hold on, she's back. Thank you for staying with us. Welcome back to the world according to Jackie Simmons. I'm your humble co-host, John Crocker. Of course, I'm here with the real brains of the operation, Jackie Simmons. Jackie, how you doing? I am doing well, John. That was fun. You have just been, this has been a fun day. I am really liking it. I, I love this. Thank you very much. Uh, Jackie, we've been talking about what people want, what they really want, what they really, really want. You determined that the first thing was safety. The second was control. Mm -hmm. Where do we go from here? The third thing that people really want when you dig down is approval. And it's mostly outwardly directed that we're looking for approval outside of ourselves. I'm writing that down. Yeah. <laughs> this is a really big one because we don't realize how much we crave it. And we crave it because of our caveman brain. Remember our common ancestor, Og. Yes. If Og lost the approval of his tribe and got pushed out of his village, he was dead. Og lived in a very dangerous world. And it was only by being in a village that people could survive. So this is why this is one of the key things, safety, control and approval. And I've discussed this over many years using various languages. These three words are so incredibly precise and I got them thanks to studying the release technique, which is one of our sponsors. I think that there's a spot somewhere today where people can go to sanityforsale.com and get the same training that I took that helped me understand these three basic needs that we're all looking for and how we can satisfy them for themselves and stop being dependent on outward approval, on outward control, on outward safety, and have that all come from inside. So I hope everybody takes advantage of that. Well, uh, give the website one more time, please. Sanity, like I'm saying, sanity, S-A-N-I-T-Y, for F O R sale S A L E dot com. So in either figuring out for yourself mm -hmm. or for the world, and you tell me which one it was that 
what people want and really want and really, really want is safety and control and approval. Um, how, how did you, did you come up with this? Did you learn a little bit of it and make some of it your own? Well, the actual language of that came directly from the release technique that I studied from sanityforsale.com. The other pieces of it came from the other things that I've studied. John, I'm just going to fess up. I am certifiable. And the reason we know this is because I'm certified in a lot of different modalities and a lot of different trainings. And it's not because I was such a great adult learning student that I was out there. No, oh, it, Lord, come on. Oh, no, John. It's because I first was a chronic back pain sufferer. And I didn't like the options that I had. I was raising three small kids and they wanted me on Loveson with phenobarb and bed rest. This was not happening in my world. I needed another solution. I ended up studying Eastern healing arts and my back unwound. And I've been pain-free and medication-free for more than two decades. So I kept going on the journey. Every time something happened in my world that I went to the medical profession, the medical profession is great. Trust me, intervention, thank God, especially you. I broke my leg. This was really, I wanted Western medicine right now. But when it comes to certain things, Western medicine can get you stable, but they can't cure you. They don't look for that. Actually, it's, they just, they see the body as a machine and separate from the mind, the spirit, and the um, emotions. Truly, we are body, mind, spirit, and emotions all together. And treating one aspect of it is like having a flat tire on this side of your car and trying to compensate by putting more air on the other side. So tell me if it's off topic, can you share some of the medical um, cures or treatments that you discovered because there might be people listening right now with some pain that would like to hear <laughs> so, uh, uh, some cures maybe, Jackie. All right, we'll start with back pain. What the reality is, is that our bodies were not designed to stand up. I mean, this is a small part of the human development that we're standing up. I didn't know that. When I studied Eastern healing arts, I studied a specific style of shiatsu called ohashiatsu, and it's done fully dressed on a mat on the floor. No so I had to crawl around. As a practitioner, my first intensive weekend, I made it through the first night and I said, I'm not going to be able to do this. But what I didn't know is that the body will adapt to what you ask it to do. And the more I trained, the more I crawled, the less back pain I had. One day I went, oh, duh, aha. What is your body actually designed to use for locomotion? Crawling. What do we not let our kids do so much of now? Crawling. Right. We want them to walk. <laughs> right. And walking soon is great for the parent's ego and terrible for the child's future. Just FYI, you're setting your kids up for back pain. More importantly, though, you're setting them up for a loss of relationship between the two hemispheres of the brain. It is crawling that creates the connections between the two hemispheres. It's cross-patterning. You know, there were exercises that we did. There's a reason why they have you do these things. It's because it strengthens this connection. 
What were some of the exercises that you did? Mostly crawling. The other is I have a pattern on my wall that when I follow it, it gets my hands and my arms across my midline, either the midline horizontally or vertically. These are some things you can do as a grown up that will help with keeping these connections. So there's still good communication. You think it's hard to communicate in your household. Imagine the communication that has to happen in your brain. So yeah, so crawling is one of the big things and crawling unwound my back. When it came to, when it came to this whole conversation about mental health, mental wellness, all of that, I was given a label and I was given a label of clinical depression. And oh now I'm a firm believer that labels belong on pickle jars and not on people. Mm because labels limit us. Once a doctor looked at my file and saw the label, they didn't go looking for any other cause. They didn't go looking. They sent me to the mental health side of the hospital. They sent me to the mental health <laughs> side of their practice if they had one. They sent me, and actually this is a big debate right now, they sent me to the part that there's less insurance for. Um, but that wasn't the point. The point was, it's not where I could get help. So even though Western medicine could get me stable, they didn't really have the understanding that could get me cured. So that's how I ended up studying Eastern healing arts. I thought they'd been at it longer. You know, the yellow emperor's book of medicine is more than 5,000 years old. <sighs> Good stuff, John. But really what I did was I traded counseling therapy and medication for mindfulness, energy, and meditation. Again, Eastern medicine, wonderful stuff, but it couldn't cure me because they don't talk in terms of a cure either. They're looking at, you know, they have a more global approach. This is the, you know, where do you live? What is your diet? What kind of work do you do? What's your blood type? Um, fascinating book, Eat Right for Your Blood Type. You know, they look at you a little more globally. But so, they don't hear anything because they just think you're on your journey. You know? So what can we do for mindfulness? What can you do for mindfulness? You know, it's funny. And, and how you, right, if you have a year, you know, jam it in. <laughs> yeah. How do you become aware that you're aware? Okay. How do you become aware that you're aware? You really want to know about mindfulness. You spend some time just playing with your hands and you bring them almost together and bring them out a little bit and bring them almost together again, bring them out a little bit, start to notice if it feels spongy between your hands, if it starts to get warm for that little period of time, your brain got a rest and you were totally mindful of what was happening on the skin of your hands with the energy in your hands. That's one example of mindfulness. Granted, you can expand this out. And the real challenge is that our society has us looking into the future. If we're not future tripping, we're looking into the rear view mirror behind us. Right. Mindfulness requires being in the present moment. Mindfulness is when your body, mind, spirit, and emotions are all right here, right now. 
so that you're not thinking about the person who cut you off in traffic. You're not thinking about what you're going to cook for dinner. You're not thinking ahead to the what if scenarios, which are never pretty. Have you noticed? Yeah. You're, you're staying right here. Okay. So what's so good about this moment? Well, this what's got, well, unfortunately, what's not so good about this moment is we have to go. We are up against a hard break. Ah. Um, send Jackie an email, Jackie at JackieSimmons.com. If you would like to know any more about all of this, Jackie, I'm loving this. We will continue this conversation on the other side of this break. This is the world according to Jackie Simmons. Make no, have no doubt, right? You're on with Jackie Simmons. I'm John Crocker. We'll see you in two minutes. This is the world according to Jackie Simmons. It's a world you can live in if you like. All you have to do is pay attention and then take action. Jackie Simmons will tell you how when we come back. This is Better Living Radio. Each week in his live video market and economy update offered to his inner circle, Dan Frischberg delivers the in-depth, professional version of his famous market x-ray report live and interactive. Now that means you get to ask all the questions you want. And if you can't make the live meeting, you can watch the report on demand. Then email your questions in and Dan will email the answers back or include them in the next live report. Week in and week out, Dan brings you the ideas and specific stock picks from his friends, the people you see on TV and read about in the papers. You'll see what they're buying, how they're hedging, and when they're taking money off the table. At last, you'll get to see how the insiders negotiate the institutional macro bonds that billionaires on Wall Street rely on, the ones almost everyone else never even heard of. When you become an Inner Circle member, Dan will share with you his lifetime of experience and guide you to the best teachers, the best stock pickers, the best option strategists. And you'll be invited to exclusive working vacations in beautiful locations for the inner circle only, where you'll rub elbows with some of the most famous investors on Wall Street. So how do you value the lifetime of skill and experience of a top investor on a mission to share it all with you and help you become one of the few winners? If you've been listening to Dan for a few years, he's likely already made you tons of money, or even more important, saved you from losing a fortune. Now, there are limits to the capacity of the online video sessions, but right now, for a limited time, Dan's offering you the position of charter subscriber, get this, for less than the price of a cup of coffee a day. For all the info or to subscribe, just simply click on themoneyman.com, themoneyman.com. Better Living Radio is on the air, and yes, it's everywhere around the world. This segment is one we call The World According to Jackie Simmons. And better hold on, she's back. Well, welcome back to The World According to Jackie Simmons. It was only a two-minute break, but it felt like a long time to me. I'm your co-host, John Crocker. I am, of course, here with Jackie Simmons. How you doing, Jackie? I am great. I am absolutely excited. This has been a lot of fun today, John. I couldn't tell that you were excited. <laughs> so, Jackie, we've been talking a lot about the personal application of 
how to improve these interpersonal relationships. And I personally thank you for it. Uh, now let's change gears a tiny bit. Let's talk about how this applies to larger groups. Cool. I think that's a great place to go because we all belong to communities. So, hey, I'm going to toss it back at you, John. What would you do if you wanted to have a whole community buy in to change? I believe I would first have to identify some sort of pain point or deficit that that community was feeling as a whole and then describe the transition that I would be able to take them from, from that pain point to where they're trying to go, their ultimate goal. And then I would have to pitch them as me, as the source, <laughs> as the answer to get them to that goal. Cool. That's a, that's a great sales application. And I did use the word buy-in. And that is the journey that we go on with every sales conversation. You know, the, the pain that they're in, the outcome they want, and how we're the bridge from one to the other. If we're trying to get them to um, buy into us and our solution. Ah, there we go. There we <laughs> yeah. go. That's what I meant. Uh, yeah. But what if it's not about them needing to buy into you, that you're part of the community already. And it's just about how do we as a community move through this change and not leave anybody behind the maximum amount of buy-in. We're never going to probably never going to get a hundred percent buy-in, but the maximum amount of buy-in from all of the people involved. Okay. The reason that I bring this up is because this is how the world gets lost when it comes to change. We forget that while the majority might rule, it is the minority that feels left out that sabotages the change. And so how do you prevent having a minority that feels left out is really something that came to my world that I've taken from this huge organization. It started with a story of something called open space technique and open space technique. Imagine you've got a huge corporation, you're making a major change, you bring all your stakeholders, all your employees, all your officers, everybody to this big retreat center has a lot of breakout rooms. Everybody's anxious, they've all got their stuff and their concerns. So you've got an issue, you got something you wanna address, you got something you wanna talk out, you put it on a big post-it note, go up to the front of the room, announce your topic dun, dun, dun. on the microphone. And then you go over to a wall and on the wall, there is a grid of rooms and times. So you put your post-it note up on the grid. So people know this room, this time come and we're going to talk. And if they're interested, they sign their name on the post-it note. So you have this attendance sheet. Okay. Open space technique works because there are, there's only one rule and there are four guidelines. Well, first of all, what, what is it? What's the definition of open space technique? It is an open conversation about whatever is on your mind when it comes to major change in a community. Okay, cool. It's just a technique for managing large groups of people. Now I chunk it down and I took their four guidelines and their one rule and I apply it to every group gathering that I do. So, here we go. For all you people who are note takers, yes. there are four guidelines 
I call it open space theory because being me, the language gets a little bit jackified. And so it's. Which means you're staring profusely. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really simple language because that's what I can remember. The simpler I keep it, the easier it is for me to remember. The KISS system? Yeah. Keep it simple, silly. <laughs> <laughs> so guideline number one, whatever time we get started is the right time. The party and doesn't start until you show up, huh? Yeah. Well, whatever time we get started is the right time. That dials down some drama and it also brings up people's insecurities. So just as a facilitator, you just be aware that if you're going to use open space theory, tell people in advance. So they're not going, it's 901. You know, what's wrong with you? We haven't started yet. Yeah. It'll get them out of that judgment of it's rude not to start on time. When you're in something being guided by open space theory, there is no such thing as on time. Although if now I assume is open space theory more so practiced by going back to that ball, your ballpark theory, is it more so practiced by the club owner because you're sort of seeming to set the rules here or does the player also come into this? And if I'm getting us off base here, let me know. Yeah, I think you're fine. I'll make it really simple. The organizer of the event is the club owner. These are their guidelines. So it's whoever's organized the meeting. These are the guidelines. Okay. okay. It's important to communicate them clearly. This is just being a good club owner. You know, and so the first thing you do is let people know whatever time we get started is the right time. Oh, the second guideline. Well, may I interject yeah. really quick here? So, so if, if I'm one of the players and yeah. the club owner tells me, okay, we're going to have a meeting at 9.00 AM mm -hmm. and I show up at 9 I show up at 855 because that's the way I am. Yeah. I don't want to miss a minute of it. Yet somehow this philosophy of whatever time we get started is the right time. Yet if that time is 20 after nine, I Okay, now, now we're talking two different things here. Now you've taken us into the weeds. Okay. I'm not okay. talking about a business meeting in an office. I'm talking about a meeting that is about change in a community where there is no hierarchy. This is not time bound other than general guidelines of whoever has organized the event. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So, Thank so you. let's take it back into, we're still talking personal here. We're just talking community. And as the, like I said, these are the, the, the whole big challenge is to get these rules communicated in advance so that everybody knows. Whatever time we get started is the right time. Doesn't mean we might start at 9 a.m. That's going to be the right time. And that's up to the facilitator, depending on what's going on in the room. So it really is the ballpark theory in action because the organizer has given us the guidelines. The facilitator is the one who puts them in place in the room. So that's the person who said, this is my topic. I want to talk about it in this room at this time. They're the facilitator. Whatever time they get started is the right time. Okay. Absolutely. So that is number one. What is number two? Whoever shows up are the right people. Nice. Boy, this really takes all these things you're saying. I love it because it, it takes the drama out of everything. 
all of a sudden you don't have to look around the room. All the right people are in the room. Sorry, I'm just writing. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I'm sure you're not the only one writing. Sorry for the quiet. All right, let me just, I'm going to reiterate this. Whoever shows up are the right people. One of the most amazing meetings I've ever had ended up being just two of us in the room. But we got done what needed to get done, which is the third guideline. Are you ready? Hit, hit me, baby. <laughs> Whatever we get done is enough. Wow. Uh-huh. You're right. This is about dialing down the drama. This will change your life when you start applying it to dinner. You know, <laughs> when right. all of a sudden it pulls you out of judgment. You've already decided this is you're making decisions in advance here is really what you're doing. So you've already decided whatever time we get started is the right time. That means nobody's rude. We've already decided whoever show up are the right people. That means nobody's missing. Right. We've already decided whatever we get done is enough. We were productive. Now here's the fourth guideline. You're going to like this one. Okay. When it's over, it's over. Move on. Oh. And like I said, this was designed for these huge organizations that had meeting to meeting, you know, I mean, all different rooms. And now those are the guidelines inside each room. The facilitator you know, does them however the facilitator does, because at that moment it's their ballpark. But there's one rule, John. Well, Jackie, I am going to delay your one rule until the next segment. I do want to know, there are a lot of people listening to us in the car right now or other places where they can't write these things down. If they want to have them written down, can they send you an email and can you email them back these steps? The answer is if they send me an email, um, of course, I will respond to them. And we are building out a vault of content. So it's going to be a lot easier for people to get access to this. But absolutely, Jackie at JackieSimmons.com, J-A-C-K-I-E, J-A-C-K-I-E-S-I-M-M-O-N-S. Jackie Simmons at JackieSimmons.com to get these four steps. Jackie at JackieSimmons.com. Okay, Jackie at JackieSimmons.com. This is the world according to Jackie Simmons. She's Jackie Simmons. I'm the co-host, John Crocker. You stay right there. We'll be back after a really short break. You're tuned in to Better Living Radio, streaming worldwide across the net. And you're listening to The World According to Jackie Simmons. Stay tuned. Jackie will be right back. You're tuned to the latest concept on radio and on the internet. A gathering of people who use their brains to get a better deal. The day kicks off with none other than the money man, Dan Frischberg. There's the world according to Jackie Simmons, educator and mentor to anyone looking to build or rebuild their business. For the first time home buyers and for real estate investors, David McLaughlin is more than an exceptional mortgage broker. He's the host of his own show right here called Where to Get the Money. 
Let's not forget the weekly Dent Market Digest with Harry Dent and his co-host Rodney Johnson, offering a free daily newsletter called Economy and Markets. It's the talk and info you need to live a better life. Hence the name Better Living Radio, anchored in Bradenton, Florida at WWPR and broadcasting 24-7 worldwide. Tell your friends about Better Living Radio. Better Living Radio is on the air, and yes, it's everywhere around the world. This segment is one we call The World According to Jackie Simmons. And better hold on, she's back. This segment of Brain Retraining is sponsored by Release Technique. Unlock your fullest potential and get a free sample by going to sanityforsale.com right now. All of the money raised by our sponsors goes to the Teen Suicide Prevention Society. And it all starts by going to sanityforsale.com right now. Welcome back to the world according to Jackie Simmons. I'm co-host John Crocker. I am here with the leader of the group, the ballpark owner, Jackie Simmons. Jackie, how are you? I am wonderful. Yeah. Welcome back to my ballpark. And that's really what we're talking about. When we're talking about the four guidelines and the one rule that reduce drama in groups, we are talking about having um, good skills as a club owner. If you're facilitating the meeting, you communicate these guidelines in advance. And for the people who are driving, just tuning in, I'm going to tell you what they are again, very quickly this time. The first guideline, Whatever time we get started is the right time. It's not possible to start late. The second guideline, whoever shows up are the right people. This is key. It means nobody's missing. The third guideline, whatever we get done is enough. I love it. And the fourth guideline is when it's over, it's over. Move on. These play into everything that we have talked about on other shows about the ballpark theory, everything we've talked about on other shows about the guidelines for leaving Shouldville. You know, you should have started sooner doesn't exist if you're following these guidelines. Because when it starts, it's the right time. That's right. Whatever time we get started is the right time. Now, there's one rule. And this rule was designed for when this is used, like I said, in big organizational change. In big organizations, they call this the open space technique. I just want to give credit where credit is due. That was the inspiration for this. The rule. If you're in a room and you discover that it's not your vibe, not your tribe, not the topic you want to talk about, vote with your feet and leave. Now you will notice this plays into option three for the ball players. Get out of the ballpark. Right. Now, if you're in a big, there's a lot of meetings going on at the same time in big organizational change. The other part of that guideline is the other part of that rule. Don't join any other group in process. Don't interrupt them. Take a break. Give yourself a chance to air off, shake off, release the fact that it wasn't your vibe or your tribe. And then when you come back into the next meeting, you'll be fresh. You won't be carrying the energy of anything with you. 
And so that's the way that I apply these other things we've been talking about. The actual application is to share as a good club owner, if I'm facilitating the meeting and it's fun for me because this is how I run my meetings. This is how I run my classes. I start with, Hey, whatever time we get started is the right time. Why? I host a live online summit tech happens. Whatever time we get started with the content is the right time. That's uh, you're talking about dialing down my drama. Oh my God. I am. I am like, I tell people be gentle with yourself. I've only been teaching this for more than a decade. And yet when I started hosting my first summit, what was the first thing I forgot? Open space. I totally forgot how to dial down my own drama. Um, I totally forgot that whatever time I forgot the guidelines. So whatever time we get started is the right time. Whoever shows up for the right people, whatever we get done is enough. And when it's over, it's over. Move on. Take what you learned and move on. And some people argue with the rules and create conflict. You know, because this is new. It's a new way of being. We're so used to drama. Is that the second choice of the baseball player? Yeah, that's option two that I used to live in all the time. And uh, <laughs> I said, let's take it from the personal because with my mama, I was an option two most of my life. I argued with her rules. I created a little bit of conflict. When that's happening in your offices, when that's happening in your home, you might want to look at, are you communicating your rules clearly? No, because that's the second piece of the club owner. So for those who haven't been exposed to me before and who don't know about the ballpark and this whole idea, we do a segment every day called how to crush it in the ballpark. It's the second segment of the show. And we're going to be talking about that more tomorrow. Jack, you had referenced that you did a online session last night. When is the next one and how can people find it and join in? Oh, the woman entrepreneur show is the summit and they can find it at the woman and if entrepreneur is too hard to spell, let me give you, oh, hey, I just put up a landing page where people can get the recordings of the last summit, get a bunch of VIP gifts and actually support my passion project. So the, it is the initials T-W-E-Show.com. T-W-E-Show.com. Instead of trying to spell woman entrepreneur, not so easy. By the way, here's a clue for you. If you are in business and you are needing to name something that you're going to want people to go to, pick something easier to spell and easier to pronounce than entrepreneur. Just saying. And, and men are still invited, correct? Men are still invited. And that's the secret. The secret of the Woman Entrepreneur Show is that the specific strategies that we discuss for how to survive and thrive in today's business world, they're not just for women anymore. <laughs> and I'm always looking for speakers with great content, always, both to interview on this radio show and for the summit. So if you're interested in that, first go to TWE, the initials for the woman entrepreneur show, 
S-H-O-W.com. Look at what we did on the last show. We did a leap, you know, two days. Usually my summits are four days, um, but take a look. If it's something that interests you, reach out to me. I'm pretty easy to find. And John, I can just, you know, I love what I do I so much. I really couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah, it's like, come into my world. And so I love the fact that I can invite people into the world according to Jackie Simmons every day now, Monday through Friday. There's so much missing in the world. We are so drama driven right now. We are a media managed society when it comes to our emotions. People are pushing our buttons and pulling our strings. And that's why we do this segment every day. This is about how do you dial down the drama? When it comes to organizations, when it comes to communities, when it comes to large family gatherings, even your family reunion, why not share these guidelines with people? Why not share these five ways to dial down your drama? When people possibly starting this conversation might possibly be tough. How, how could, how could people maybe, I don't know if politely is the right word, but sort of gently broach this situation instead of me who, and, and I, I preface many conversations that I have with my wife with, I realize my delivery is not good, but I'm going to say what I'm thinking. I literally, mm -hmm. I literally say that. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I watch essentially her eyes shut down, which, because my delivery okay. is not good. <laughs> We're um, going to give you a, a better preamble. <laughs> it, it's, you know, when I'm all riled up, it's the only thing I can think of to say at the time. My delivery isn't good, but here it is. Mm -hmm. um, how, how can we maybe a little more gently, a little better than I've been doing it, um, quit, sort of ease into this subject and then present it so maybe it's a little more palatable to the other person? The first person it has to be palatable to is you. And the reason I said, let's tweak the preamble <laughs> is because your preamble says, this isn't going to be pretty. And so the other person's adrenaline, epinephrine, cortisol, fight or flight is kicking in because you've invited it to kick in. Yes. You've already said, brace yourself, this is coming. I, yes. Okay, so instead of inviting their fight or flight response into the conversation, which guarantees to glaze the eyes, shut down the brain, you know, all the things we've talked about, what happens with fight or flight, let's give you some language. Okay, so this is for everybody. There's the heat of the moment, and you know there's something that you need to say. And what you want to do is break the emotional hold this has on you. Let's break the cycle of these emotions that trigger. And the simplest way, because I'm not going to get into actually teaching you all something that um, I can't do, like guided imagery, because we got people driving their cars while they're listening. And I'm like, no, we're not doing this. But let's do it this way. Let's break the energy. And so you start with saying green glass and peacock feathers. Okay, so give this to me in 20 seconds because we have to go. Anything silly. Anything silly says, okay, 
Green glass and peacock feathers. There's more here to talk about. Is now a good time? Okay. Okay. And I assume going back to one of the shows we did a couple days ago where uh, maybe I take three deep breaths before mm -hmm. I approach my wife with these subjects. Jackie, I wish we had more time. This is the world according to Jackie Simmons. Jackie Simmons, thank you so much. I'm John Crocker. We look forward to seeing you next time. Well, that may be the fastest hour on the air. So what did you learn today? Most often you hear tips on how to make your life better, which leads to a clear head when you're making business decisions, which leads to a higher level of success. And yes, more profits. But Jackie Simmons has another mission in life, and it's best spelled out in a book titled, Make It a Great Day, The Choice Is Yours. Now, this book is not just for you to read. Jackie says this is a book for you to share. Every day, 3,000 teens attempt to take their own lives. Every day, someone needs a reminder that they're not alone and life's not hopeless. Jackie shares her world here on Better Living Radio. Now she asks that you please share this book. Join in the movement to stem the tide of teen suicide. To learn more about the movement, visit www.makeitagreatdaybooks.com. What are you going to do with your old car? You can try selling it, you could junk it, or you can donate it to Heritage for the Blind. Your car will be towed away for free, and your donation is tax-deductible. Just call 1-800-639-8620. Heritage for the Blind accepts cars, vans, trucks, and boats. It doesn't matter if your vehicle runs or not. It'll be towed away for free, and you'll be supporting those that need help. Heritage for the Blind is a nonprofit organization that helps the visually impaired live fuller lives. Call right now to donate your car. And as a special thank you for calling, you'll receive a free three-day vacation voucher to many exciting locations. Call Heritage for the Blind right now. Call 1-800-639-8620. Donating is easy, and your vehicle is towed away for free. Plus, you'll get a free vacation voucher. Call now, 1-800-639-8620. That's 1-800-639-8620. A health threat anywhere is a health threat everywhere. I'm Dr. Phil. A new coronavirus outbreak called COVID-19 started in China and is spreading to many countries, including the U.S. It's critical to get the facts about how to protect our friends and loved ones. While CDC is working with states and communities to stop the spread of the virus, health workers and emergency response efforts need our support. The CDC Foundation, a nonprofit organization, is focusing on immediate and critical needs that help protect our communities here at home and those around the world. We can all play a role in stopping this deadly virus. Get updates, learn how to protect your friends and family, and find out how to help. Go to cdcfoundation.org. That's cdcfoundation.org. Together, our impact is greater. This has been a public service announcement brought to you by the CDC Foundation.